This podcast is part of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. To learn more, visit listenfrederick.com. What's up, everybody? It's episode 61 of Beers in the Lot. On this episode, we talked about a really surprising topic that nobody expected. The season's starting up. We also touched on uh, what some of the players might be doing with their downtime uh, when recovering from injuries. Uh, Maybe they play a little video games. Who knows? Then we hit on the Olympics and some of the countries already announcing some of their players and our thoughts on the matter and a few other random things towards the end. Well, let's get going. Thunder is poor from Rigsby. It looks like a festive type beer. What are you drinking, Rigsby? It is. It is uh, Lone, Ar- Lone Oak Farm Brewing's Oktoberfest. So they're a farm brewery down in Olney, Maryland. Nice. Yeah. So trying to stay local when possible. So I'm not even going to ask John. So I'll ask Aaron. What does he have? <laughs> I have one of the ones that I've had previously. I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> this is a return from Millstream Brewing Company. This is a windmill wheat, American wheat. It's pretty good. You know, making a reappearance. Obviously like it. It's not bad. <laughs> what do you have, John? So I also went local. I have a uh, Wegmans <laughs> sparkling lime water. <laughs> local. I also went local. <laughs> local grocery store. <laughs> well to grocery to table. There it is. <laughs> yeah, distributor to grocery store to table. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Still going strong. My mind is strong. I'm ready. You're still master of your domain. I'm still master of my domain. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it hasn't it hasn't even been hard and like drinking a ton more water. I mean, I drink a lot anyway, because I don't like soda. I think we're all the same way. We're not like soda people. We're just like water, beer, coffee people. I'm a Mountain like, Dew guy. I'll drink Mountain Dew all day. Some but do you, but you don't pound, but you don't pound it every day like you used no. to, right? Yeah. I I only drink it when I get Taco Bell, which is kind it's of literally awful. every day. <laughs> it's yeah. not every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every week at least once, once or twice. Yeah, it's a little treat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so uh, so what's going on? We got we got an NHL starting up this week tomorrow, no. right? Yes. What? Yeah. What? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow being Tuesday. Right. Correct. <laughs> Got some preseason drama going on too with uh, the Hurricanes in Montreal. Did we hear about that? With the uh, we saw that on Twitter, I think. Right. Oh yeah, the they didn't play the league Canes mandated. Didn't play the games. Yeah. Yeah. Probably because the owner was too cheap to front the travel bill or something. <laughs> oh man, they had to pay. We always talk about know, the Canes, <laughs> unfortunately, because they always do dumb stuff. 
Yeah. <laughs> when you play dumb games, you win dumb prizes. But the best part about that tweet, I forget who was it. Was it Chris Johnson or Friedman? It was one of the NHL, may have been Drager. And he said that the team that pointed it out to the league office was Montreal, which I just thought was even Weird. better. Like, hey, uh, those guys over there didn't do it. I actually was, this is me being a total nerd. I was kind of looking at the Canes roster and comparing stats from last year. Dougie Hamilton had 180 shots last year for that team and led the team in shots. Hmm. I don't see where they're making up 180 shots this year. Yeah, going Moneyball wise, they're they lost lost a big big dude there with the, with with Hamilton. If they're just going to make up his missing stats, then that's that's a those are big shoes to fill. Yes, Cockney the Emmy has his work cut out for him, I guess. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was there was even talks that they were going to, he, he was drafted as a center. Montreal used him at center and then scratched him and, you know, didn't like his production. I don't know why it went sideways for the kid in Montreal. There could be a bunch of things. So whatever Mm -hmm. he was third overall. So you would like to see, you know, him do well, but there were talks that Carolina's going to possibly use him at wing for parts of the season instead of center. Why did it, it proves the point even more that they did it out of spite. They just did it to try and be clever. There was no real tactical idea behind it. I think they did it for the memes. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's not a good way to run your organization. Who do they have in the middle? I mean, besides the obvious first line, but who else do they have in the middle? Is it Aho Stahl? Then uh, Vinny Trocek, I think. Trocek's okay. in there, but I think he plays wing here and there too. Yeah. He played center when he's in Florida. I don't really know what they use him down in Carolina for. Mm. Mm. <laughs> but meh. Yeah. 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 Who else meh. is deciding? Who, who are I, we? Uh, I think it's. We, I can't wait to see. I'm excited to see Seattle tomorrow night against Vegas. Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. And I like, I kind of like. I bash the NHL for this sometimes because there's cool scenes you could see in a season. I understand it's not like NFL where it's, you know, 17 games. So you could manufacture a lot of drama in that short season. NHL, normally there are games circled, you know, months in advance. I like the fact that they were like, Vegas is playing the Kraken opening night. Like it's kind of a good model. I, I think that'll be fun. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, the storyline's cool, right? Because they had completely different uh, expansion draft strategies. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have you have like two philosophies going up against each other there. Seattle's probably going to lose just because I mean, we've talked about it before. They're playing the long game, right? Right. Um, they're they're not trying to win this year. They're not trying to go to a conference final or. Stanley Cup final this year like Vegas did. So, you know, don't expect much out of them other than just looking good in those uniforms. Yeah, physically looking good. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do think though, I do think though with like Grubauer and some of the offensive and defensive pieces on that team, I don't think they're gonna be as bad as some of the other teams in the league. I yeah. really don't. I'm yeah. not I'm not saying like I think they're going to get in the playoffs or they're going to challenge for that Pacific Division, but I do think they can do some damage. 
Like if they, if you told me it, you know, April one, they're holding a playoff spot. It wouldn't shock me. Yeah, I agree with that. They're like starting a rebuild. They're basically starting out in a rebuild sort of scenario, but they've they've still got some pieces that can make they they can put a decent product on the ice. They can make games, make games out of it. Oh yeah. Did you see uh, Poppy is going to miss the first three games of the season? No, I didn't see that. Why? What's he out for? So still his wrist, but if you notice the opponents, it was Montreal, and then they play uh, the next two games against Ottawa. Oh, so throwaway games. I think, well, <laughs> I wouldn't say that Maybe not because their fourth, game, their fourth game is against New York. Part of me almost thinks maybe he's close, but I think I think they think the Montreal and Ottawa games are going to be very rough, you mm-hmm. know, to open the season. So maybe they're like, hey, why don't we just let's ease you back into this go against New York? I don't know. That's like the conspiracy theorist to me, because I kind of when I saw he was missing the first three, I saw the opponents and I'm like, hmm, maybe there's something to that. They kind of looked at the schedule or like, you know. We got time here. <laughs> we don't. We don't need to rush. Right. Rush this out. Because Brady hasn't signed, right? In Ottawa. No. <laughs> Unless yeah, something is. changed, like today or since the last time I looked, he has. Yeah, I don't think he's signed. So he's holding out, just like his brother and his old man did. <laughs> Classy. Um, <laughs> No, nah, I'm we're pro player on this podcast. Like, <laughs> we want to see the players get paid. Yeah, we're, we're down get, with that. But get, get your money. Yeah, get that bag, as the kids say. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but and then, uh, I guess Pittsburgh and Washington. There's a lot of people that aren't predicting those teams to make the playoffs. Yeah, they're that's, not. They're that's not kind of surprising to me. But I, yeah, I'm I'm hearing the same sort of thing. I think they're battling for like third spot in that division slash wild card. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's where they are at this point. So, Caps are a little more healthy, but so they're we'll also they're starting to get. They're starting to get on the extreme ends of old and young. So, yeah, it's true, yeah. You know, they sent Kepney uh, down, coming back from the two sort of catastrophic leg injuries. And all all accounts were that, you know, he looked strong and healthy in camp and in the couple preseason games. But um, he also counts for probably more money than he should against the cap at this point. And um, they have a couple kids that I think they were trying to keep on the big clubs roster. So they sent him down um, and it's, I didn't check the official announcement today, but it sounds like Hendricks Lapierre is going to stay up and potentially uh, McMichael. So. Okay, cool. That's kind of a big deal for them because that, that goes away from, what they've done the last, you know, 10 years where they, Hmm. uh, they preferred keeping veterans, uh, you know, in the NHL lineup, uh, versus giving kids a chance after, you know, 
a season or not even a season in the American League. So yeah. it's pretty interesting. I was going to say, I'm kind of excited to see uh, McMichael play. Um, yeah. He's he's a pretty, uh, pretty interesting young talent for sure. And if anybody uh, listening plays NHL, the NHL games, <laughs> at least it'd be a GM mode on uh, NHL 21. He turns into a superstar. Like he'd give him a couple of years to play and he, he gets to like the 90s and overall skill level. So EA scouts thought that he looked really good. I, I so. remember I was talking maybe a, a few weeks ago, right? When preseason started to some, someone in a lot after our game. And I remember they kind of were like, what do you think? And I said, it was like, if he can crack the roster and play meaningful time, it makes sense to keep him up. Yeah. I said, if he's not, if they're not going to give him, you know, second PK, maybe some time splitting like second and third with some decent minutes, leave him in the AHL. I mean, he, he only right. over ripens to that point. But then you do run the risk of does he miss his window to kind of start clicking at that NHL speed, NHL mindset. I was like, it's very, very, very tricky. And I know the Pens, they sent down Poulin and Laguerre, which I kind of figured they would. Um, but P.O. Joseph, a lot of people were predicting him to make the roster and he didn't. And I kind of, he's 22. So now you kind of get in that that ballpark of, what is his legit ceiling with the Penguins? And I listened to a really good interview with Ron Hextall about it, where he said, you know, he came into camp, you know, physically in shape. We weren't super pleased with his camp in terms of he didn't have a bad camp. He didn't have a great camp. And they really want him to take a spot from a veteran, meaning hmm. Reweedle, Pedersen, maybe even Friedman. One of those, one of those three guys, they wanted him to physically take that spot. And he has yet to do that. And I know there's a lot of Pens fans too that are like, we got to give P.O. Joseph time. I, I almost hate saying it. Like, I would rather see him take a spot than him just end up on, you know, end up on the roster and him just kind of fitting into like fifth, sixth, seventh defenseman. Personally, yeah. that's just me at this point. And he's 22, yeah. so he's a defenseman. Let's say what another two years, give or take, before you really kind of figure out is he going you know to be what we thought he is or whatever so he has a little time yes but penguins too i mean they're in a weird spot because Latang and gino are up at the end of the season injuries have hurt the team significantly in the last couple of years gino's out for months to sid's skating but he's they still definitely said he's not playing opening night at least as far as i'm aware they you know I think when we're going to be in that area to see the Flyers, uh, Pens, the weekend we go to Johnstown, it's penciled he'll be back by then, but that's still kind of a, you know, it's a wrist injury with a guy who is a little older, has had wrist issues prior. Like, I mean, look what's happening with Matthews. Not a guarantee he's going to be in the lineup. If he's not, gosh, I mean, why we even get tickets, but. (laughs) (laughs) because it's gonna be a good time john it's gonna be a good time (laughs) i want to see everybody in their team canada Sidney crosby jerseys in american city oh man oh Oh. that is that is a pet peeve i hate it i say that openly i hate it (laughs) you no sir it's like come on Especially all the, especially all those Yinzers too. Like they have yeah, no, right. 
They have well, no ties to Canada. Those like. people. I mean, I I love Yenzers because that's clearly my 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 people. I'm yes. totally fine with that. But don't wear your Terry Bradshaw and Mean Joe Green jersey to PPG Paints Arena, please. Just don't. <laughs> when you go to Heinz Field to watch the Steelers, don't wear your Roberto Clemente jersey. Stop yeah, it. Just stop no, it. Like, no, I I don't mind that. Because it's that like the same, me. it's the same town. I don't mind that because I, it's like, it's like that whole, um, it's that, it's that whole sort of like, uh, school sports sort of analogy, right? Where all the pro teams support each other and, you know, yes, everybody in town true. is a fan of all those teams. So like when you wear, you know, the baseball teams stuff to, the hockey team's games or vice versa, it makes sense, right? Like, and so in Pittsburgh okay. in particular, Pittsburgh is based, I think it's the only team that has all of its pro sports teams have the same colors. Correct. So if you're wearing yeah. a Pirates jersey, if you're wearing Pirates gear to a Penns game, you still got the colors right at the very oh, yeah. least. So yeah. my, you don't have any issue, hockey stuff. The you... issue nine times out of 10 is those people have a Mario Lemieux jersey. They wore at a PNC park the day before. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> if they would have know. coordinated their wardrobe well, a little dirt, better. It's dirty it the day fine. before. It's got <laughs> beer spilled over it. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it. Smells like Rand the boys after pounding a bunch of hammers. Like, I get it. Come on. So like, geez. No, my, yeah, I agree. Like, if you're walking around in, like, a Russia Malkin jersey, stop it. Yeah, Yeah. like That doesn't make any sense, yeah. Now, if you're walking around in a Navi jersey because you like esports, they have the right colors for Pittsburgh. And Evgeny Malkin just donated, was on the stream. That's what he's doing when he's recovering now (laughs) from his injury. He's watching streams of people playing Counter-Strike. He's like Ninja now? (laughs) No, he's, he uh, he likes the uh, the team from Ukraine, actually, because there's a Russian player on there that he likes. I saw some news article oh. yesterday that he went on his stream and <laughs> donated him $710 to this dude. 71, huh. you know, who, what do you know? So for everyone listening, I just have this confusion on my face. <laughs> and Eric has like a look of like, cool. Like, just like, I don't care. Like, I'm just That's like, fine. huh? That's I'm just like, I'm a gamer. Just uh, smile and nod. Smile and nod. <laughs> what was, what was hey, after hey, saying crossing over saying, to some other demographics, what was it, right? What was it? Three dangs, four oh yes, two wows, <laughs> and the person is still talking. Like what was it? Something like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang. Dang. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, wait. So Counter Strike, right? He's doing Counter Strike. Yeah, well, he's watching. Malkin, Malkin watching lo- well, he plays it too. But okay. yeah, okay. he loves Counter Strike. So is Counter Strike because you used to play it? You used to be yeah, into right. that pretty hardcore. Is that still as big as it was now that gaming is bigger as like a marketplace? It is the really? second highest paid esport ever. The only thing bigger is uh, uh, Dota or one of those stupid games that I hate. <laughs> Dota? What is Dota? Dota. It's it's some. Is it Pokemon? 
It's some bullshit. Don't even worry about <laughs> Dota. Dota is terrible. Dota sounds like a Pokemon to me. Sorry. No, it's it's <laughs> some game where you're like you're on a team with five players and you're like it's almost like StarCraft, but you only have one guy you control. It's it's dumb. Don't play it. <laughs> Nobody should play that game. <laughs> but Aaron's there is PSA a really big <laughs> yeah. There's a really big tournament going on where like the prize money for the first place team is like 18 million dollars or something like that. Wow. Like it's actually a huge oh, deal. Damn. There's a lot of money in it. But Counter-Strike wow. is only is the second one in terms of uh highest paid like winnings and tournaments and all that stuff behind Dota. So and Okay. You know, it's it's competitive. It's a shooter, so it's probably something. I I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of Counter Strike players or a lot of hockey players play games like that. I mean, we know that they play Xbox and stuff like that. We saw stories of that all over the place during the pandemic, during the bubble. So yeah, well, there's so much downtime, right? So right, you know they they go skate in the morning and then you know maybe take a nap or whatever. If it's if it's not a game day. You know, there's nothing else to do. They've already right. they've already skated and worked out and gone to all the meetings, so they have you know the rest of the day to do whatever. So, especially if they're like away at a hotel or something like that. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. I, I it, bet you there's a lot of that going on. Oh, especially yeah. now that they use like those Normatec boots and the other you know recovery stuff. Like it just makes sense. Like throw them on your legs or your knees, and you just kind of relax Chill on the out. couch and yep. just yeah play so it, mm-hmm. it makes sense play play as yourself in nhl yeah right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine if like nathan mckinnon like trades all his teammates away because he's like i saw him eating brownies today i don't want him on my nhl team anymore like, <laughs> you can see him like just trading everybody away like lando comes over his house he's like hey man i thought we were on the same team he's like you ate that brownie a few weeks ago i traded you <laughs> i traded you for sid you and you and a seventh rounder for Sid yeah. that we could play together. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm I'm curious. So, do you ever think, like, especially since NHL players are like we always talk like creatures of habit and all that stuff? Like, do you ever think there's a guy that like? Like similar to like Juju Smith with the Steelers where he's like big on Twitch and stuff. And I'm sure there's other athletes. I just know Juju from the Steelers. I'm sure there's other ones. Do you think any NHLers are that big? Or do you, I mean, you may follow it more than I do, Aaron. I'm sorry. I, I don't. What do you mean like big? Any, like, like on like Twitch and stuff. Like he does a bunch of stuff on Twitch, like with gaming. Are there any, any NHL guys that do? Or they're no? not on, they're not on Twitch. They're, there's a couple of guys that do like they do stream a little bit or whatever, or they, they at least participate in other people's streams. Malkin's actually really, really one of the biggest ones that comes to mind. In fact, he's on Twitch streams all the time and he's, he follows those counter-strike tournaments. I wouldn't be surprised if he knows a couple of the players, like the pro counter-strike players. If he knows them personally, he plays with them a lot. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Cause there's a bunch of Russians but bunch of Ukrainians and mm. he, he probably knows a bunch of them and he does mm. do a lot on Twitch. I think, um, I think I saw something Gurionov does too, from the stars. He, uh, he's big into that stuff too. Oh, okay. Uh, um, 
I'm sure that there's a few that do. Um, I Malk is the only one that comes to mind, but they got the downtime, like we said. So they probably have little, you know, online lives, if you will. But they're not like streaming their own stuff. Like they're now they're just like I mean, watching other people and yeah. Like I think uh, one of the networks did something where they had the players playing NHL 21 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. In lieu of playing actual games or whatever. And yeah. the only thing interesting about it was the players actually talking and it, it wasn't, there, there was nothing cool that came out of it except for, I think there was some memes about Kuznetsov when he, when he was asked on the stream, what his favorite soda was. And he said, Coke. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but I think that's about as, as good as it gets. He, he misread the question and thought nose candy. He's like, Coke. <laughs> and so on. Oh. Oh. Actually, that's not, that's not right. <laughs> that's not right. Speaking of drug testing, the a lot of nations, uh, had to officially offer three Olympic slots to, you know, potential teammates, Canada. We all kind of figured out. I was kind of ticked at team Germany because they had Leon Dreisaitl. Uh, who was it? Was it Grubauer? Yep. And then they had Schneider from Detroit. Who's probably going to end up on the team, but not Jimmy Stutzla. No. Like Jimmy Stu, yeah. like what Dude, is going on? Yeah. Dude, it's just an announcement. Like, I guarantee you, Stutzel has already been—he's already been approached. He's got his tickets already, like bought yeah. and all that. He's—he <laughs> knows he's going, and everybody else knows he's going. So it's—it's—it's it's, it's a media thing. It's They're just trying to drum up. Like, oh, they didn't say like. It's just, they, some other nation did the same thing too. Like, didn't name somebody who was completely obvious. I forget who it was. Who's who's done announcements so far? Lafia, Germany's done it. Sweden, Germany, USA, Canada. Finland, there was somebody obviously. else. Russia. There was somebody else that was glaringly missing someone. It's like, oh, well, this guy's obviously. I think it might have been USA, and and Matthews wasn't on it or something like no, that. No, no, no. He was on there. It was him was and Seth Jones and uh, Kaner and Patty Kane. Yeah, and I was like, my only issue with the Kane thing, and I made the I not in a rude way. I think if you're above 28 and you play, you're a United States born hockey player. I think Team USA should have a hard line and go. You have to earn your slot. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. and do I 100 percent think Patty Kane is on the team? Yeah, I, I really legitimately do. However, that being said, I want to see him earn it. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I want to see it's, him come out guns ablazing this year, like especially with all the young talent yeah. in in the American born roster. Like all those all those U.S. Uh, national team development kids, Caulfield, Zegras, all those you know all those guys. You can't, and then the guys that are on they you know they have legit nhl contracts right now like you can't look past them the younger talent uh to go after veteran presence or whatever your term is well you got to think too that part of it might also be money i mean some of these names are gonna with advertising and stuff i'm sure yeah so there's 
there's probably some of that involved, but but yeah, they they shouldn't just automatically get a spot just because of their name. I mean, they should absolutely have to earn it when all these well, kids is, that are coming up are going to be them in 10 years or whatever. So, you know, I I really like the last Olympics because we took a lot of people like Jordan Greenway was on the team. There are a lot yeah. of kids that like were still in NCAA who were able to go out side of their ncaa eligibility that one year they made an exemption for them to go play in the olympics and team usa like yeah we got smoked by what is it olympic athletes of russia which is a joke you know we won't even go there but whatever i have my own issues with russia hockey whatever but (laughs) like well documented but they and I don't want to like stand on a soapbox. Like I'm going to go down to the mall in DC and, you know, say all this, but it almost feel like it is just saying it. Like there's something special, like about watching those guys play, especially some of the guys in the AHL that in a normal year, they're not even, I'm not even talking about, they get invited to like a, an Olympic tryout skate. They're not even on the map. Like they probably in their head, they're like, Oh, there's like, 80 other guys ahead of me, but that year they were able to do it and they played their hearts out and they, they did a really good job considering the fact that USA, we were somewhat hindered because of the fact that, you know, a lot of the European teams, some of their high end talent plays in the KHL or the Czech extra league or the Dell league or, you know, Swedish elite. So it was, I, I just have a feeling too, like with the younger guys, like we're talking about Caulfield and Zegris those guys because they have like a positive connection with USA hockey and they won recently and they still like really genuinely care about putting that sweater on. I'd rather see those guys personally go than some of the older guys. I'm not mentioning Patty Kane specifically, but there's a few old guys. I hope they don't take, but I'm not going to, you know, John Carlson. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's one of them. I like him. I think he's great, but I don't think for this team. Like, I Shouldn't think the be. only way, like, I, I said it on our group text. Like, Canada, my my brain tells me, like, in a, obviously USA, but if I'm, like, betting money here, like, really betting money, Canada, my brain, heart, for some reason, says Sweden, because Swedish hockey always shows up at these events. Finland's a dark horse, because they work really hard. Like, and if you look at especially specifically Sweden and Finland, they have this really good mix. They have a few elder statesmen, but after that, it's a lot of young guys moving up and down the ice. And I think those teams can really skate. Canada certainly has some burners on that team, but for me in those short form tournaments, uh, you need youth uh, for me, especially the yeah. way they, the way the games play it now and like the the NHL is a lot more wide open because of the rule changes over the last 10 15 years the international game is even more wide open because it's even more it's bigger ice it's well and it's it's even more strict about yeah they call it a little differently too about you know obstruction type calls and and any of those things that are going on so you not only if if you're playing on the uh, on the Olympic ice surface, yeah, you get the extra 15 feet or whatever. But at the same time, the third team that's on the ice is giving you more room because you're getting more power play chances. You're able to spread the ice more because uh, those, you know, obstructive sort of borderline plays 
um, that don't always get called in the NHL, depending on the situation, will get called in the international game. There's there's very little wiggle room. So, you know, give me the young guys. Let's go skate. Let's be creative. Let's use the Damn. extra ice if we're on the international ice surface. Like, let's, you know, give me give me the guys that have won on the international stage at an elite level in a world junior championship in the last, you know, five, six years. Give me yep. that, give me that generation of talent. Um, and then fill in as you need role players uh that are vets, that are, you know, proven NHL uh vets that can, you know, kind of have that that strong voice when things are kind of weird, you know, in a game or or going into a game or whatever the situation is, you know. But from a from a roster construction standpoint overall, I want to see those young guys flying around in a in yeah. a short a short round robin. What what do they play? Like three, four games in the round robin. Yeah. Um, then you get to the elimination round and it's single it's single game elimination. Single. Right? Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. You you gotta show up and you gotta you gotta skate. Like the that's why the world junior championships are so exciting is because it's those games are so fast. Like once they get to those single game eliminations, they're so fast. And there's so much happening and the flow of the games and all that's going on, you know. Give me the young guys. Let's go. You think Owen Power has any chance of making Canada's roster as deep Not as, as they a are? D man. Not as a D man. No. No. Without no. that team, no. Dude, yeah. no, they they no. just have too many good players that can be in those slots. <laughs> it's again, like we're it's crazy. We're we're focusing on Team USA because we're yeah, right. But that yeah. Cana- that Canadian team, it is almost a foregone conclusion that they yeah. are going to win the gold medal. Yeah, just based on projected rosters by people talking about it. Tavares you know, is a third now. liner. Yeah, yeah. like as you're yeah. saying, yeah. like they're. <laughs> We were we talked about this. Tavares and Braden Point are your third and fourth center. Like in what that's world? Nuts. That's insane. <laughs> well, Aaron, you mentioned some about Owen Power. I would just like to say this since NCAA ice hockey started this weekend. Well, kind of officially, it was a big kickoff where all the schools were in action for the most part. It was awesome. You know, saw some great highlights out of our buddies in Minnesota State. Yeah, both men's and women's. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, both of those teams are kicking ass right now. I know, really kicking ass. So I'm hoping it keeps it up. Let's Mr. go, Mister Mister Brighter's probably a little busy, so yeah, yeah. he's a busy boy. I'm sure. <laughs> but um, but whoever does the University of Michigan's uh, social, whoever does it, not only does a spectacular job. It blows away some NHL teams' social media. <laughs> there, there's so much like, and it's just little things. Like, it, I know, like every game day, I'm going to that Instagram page and watching anything they post, anything, because it's just they do like these little things, especially the day after, where I not only get all the highlights, but it's like integrated with music and whatnot. It's just great, it, and it's always, it's always top notch. And you, the cool thing, too, about the Instagram page, because I'm a dork, they have, like, the player gear that they all get for being NCAA guys. 
and gals. So it's like kind of cool to show all that shit. You know, like it, it's just like an extra touch. I'm I'm into it. I don't know. I'm a nerd. I know. <laughs> I, I I'm like, man, I wish I got some of this access, you know, for the penguins or whatever. You know, like so, some of the little touches they do. It's just top notch. It's great. Well, when Dana used to run his own account, you would see yeah. some of the pen you stuff. But I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened there, but it was cool <laughs> when he ran his own uh socials. Yep. For a little I, I bit. heard part of the rumor on that, <laughs> and this is from my own like Twitter deep dive. He was getting harassed and whatnot, and he uh, just was like, fuck it, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. He was he was always interesting. He didn't interact at all, but he was like the the three things he would always post, and as goofy as it was, I loved it. He would always post the morning brew of coffee, oh, coffee. Yeah. every yeah. morning, and, and it was like it was so it cool. Was always, was like, it was always two two brews, yeah. Duncan and Timmy Hose. Exactly, every <laughs> was, single time. It was always two brews, and I'm like, okay, so he's got to have Tim's. For the Canadian dudes, and he's got Duncan for everybody else. Or and Sully. Sully. And Sully. Yeah, and Sully. Sully. <laughs> Actually, it might as well have just been labeled Sully's Coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that's all that dude drinks. <laughs> and it was, and then he would always show uh, the jerseys being hung up, which I like. Yeah. It's a nice little touch. And then he would show random things like either skate sharpening or just like little helmet stuff, like, oh, uh, you know trying to say oh Sidney crosby got a new helmet and he put the stickers on it it was just like it was cool it was different because it was inside look and he's been with that team for for a billion years at this point i mean he's a i mean johnstown started in johnstown johnstown hall of fame i'd like to shout out (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly so he's got a banner at the Cambridge yeah, county right. war memorial yeah, that's right. believe yeah. it. Does. <laughs> we have we have a banner at the polish falcons our jerseys up there so that's yeah, right, that's right it is yeah. that's right <laughs> nest 97 uh-huh. and winber <laughs> not winberg winber no. winber <laughs> Uh, we should probably mention why we only have three of us tonight. We gave Daniel the night off. He actually has a hockey game tonight, so uh, that's, <laughs> that's that's why it's just the three of us tonight. Yeah, wow. We'll give him a pass. We played last night. He plays tonight, and then I yep. play on Wednesday. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be skating Friday afternoon, so yeah. And I got a coach Tuesdays and Thursdays, so... Aaron's going to be streaming his NHL I'll games. Be, I'll be streaming my the, NHL games. See if Malkin oh, wants did. to give me a donation for $71. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, that's enough for this one. You know, even if you're not an NHL player, you can still get us on Patreon if you want to help us out. And we'll even send you a koozie or a pint glass or something. You can find that at beersandalot.com slash Patreon. Or if you want to talk about video games with me, I'm on the Beers and a Lot Discord, which you can get to at beersandalot.com slash Discord. Sometimes we even talk about hockey. But no matter what, if you made it this far, you've listened to this episode, which means we are appreciative of you and we thank you for your listen. Have a great one, and we'll catch you next week.